0: Hey guys, welcome to Admit 3, where we discuss all things movies, media, and television. I'm Rob. I'm Laura. And I'm Kurt. Thank you for joining us.
1: Perfect. Well, I'm done. (laughs) Welcome back to our weekly coverage of The Last of Us. Today we're discussing episode 3, Long, Long Time. Though the episode begins with Ellie and Joel on a scavenging hunt, The bulk of the episode centers around Bill, a doomsday prepper who rigs his small town with traps after a forced military evacuation in the early days of the outbreak. When a man named Frank falls into one of his traps while traveling to a nearby quarantine zone, Bill reluctantly agrees to bring him home for a shower and a meal. Sparks fly between them, and the remainder of the episode chronicles their decades-long Love story during the cordyceps pandemic that has ravaged the world. The internet is buzzing about this one. Guys, what did you think?
0: You to, you <laughs> to, you to take hey, I was going on to let you uh, take this one first, Rob. Okay, it seems to be a, a recurring theme that I take the reins, but, you know, it's all right. I'll take it. Um, You're like Santa. I okay. thought this was a, uh, a very uh, interesting episode. I have a lot more good things to say about it than bad things um, I think the storytelling in this episode is really great, and I'm not like a huge like romance um like movie show type of guy, but I thought they did a really good job with the the developing of the characters and you know the the parts that make you you know feel for the characters like they did such a good job of portraying that and you know Nick Offerman. He's not really the type of character that I immediately think of when I think of like a <laughs> romantic um acting role. He's more like to me a comedy type of role. But I think he did a pretty good job. Um what did you guys think in general about the episode? I thought Nick Offerman was fantastic in this episode. I've always loved Nick Offerman. I'm a huge, you know, Parks and Rec fan. But this episode he conveys so much and just a look or the way he holds his body that it's when the Emmys roll around next year uh him and uh the other actor in this episode uh Murray Bartlett I believe is his name they're going to they're absolutely going to get some sort of recognition Nick Offerman was tremendous the entire episode was so tender and beautiful and sad it was a great contrast to see this you know uh, this love story amid the global pandemic basically it's such a bleak backdrop for a love story but it really is about you know finding light in mm-hmm. the darkness what do you think Laura are you still crying about it
1: yes on the inside and like <laughs> I was debating whether I wanted to speak much about it during this <laughs> Podcast episode because I'm like, I'm gonna start tearing up again. I hope you Good TV. Well, good TV. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, their love story was absolutely epic, and I did sob pretty much through the entire episode, <laughs> um, watching it partake because I'm like, oh my god, they love each other so much, this is great. And then I think it was like 10 or 14 years after they had. Initially met that, or eighteen, I don't know, something like that. It was a long while after. Yeah. Um, it cuts to them when they're a little bit older, and one, what is it, Frank?
0: The one, who, yeah, yeah, Nick Offerman is Bill. The other one's Frank.
1: Um, Frank is now confined to a wheelchair. He can't really um get around or do anything on his own. Really, like he's lost most mobility in yeah. his arms and his legs. And he decides that he doesn't want to go on anymore. So he's like, it's my last day. And he's like, I want us to get married. I want you to take me to the boutique and get all these cute things. I want you to wear what I say. (laughs) Basically, he wants like the perfect last day. And then he requests um, to have whatever it is crushed up into his wine at the end of the night. After his perfect last meal with Mm -hmm. the man that he loves. And then, come to find out, Bill was like, nah, you're not going without me.
0: <laughs> I think we all pretty much saw that coming anyways. I mean, well, yeah. even, I'm sure, in the show, um, the character Frank, right? Yeah. He probably saw this coming too. I mean, who's going to want to stick around after, he, you know, somebody you've been with for near 20 years yeah. passes away? In the end of the world scenario, he would obviously be alone. Like, mm-hmm. what is there really to stick around for by yourself, but... He even says, he was like, I'm old. You know, I've.
1: You were my purpose. I'm fulfilled.
0: Yeah. I'm satisfied.
1: I think what really got me um, the most, I don't know why with this part, <laughs> but when they first meet, he makes them this like gourmet meal. Yeah. And he brings out the same dish for, for his last meal. Yeah, yeah. I was sobbing like a you little did. baby. Your, at your voice broke. You let out like a squeaking <laughs> sound. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still not okay.
0: <laughs> I was the only one who didn't shed a tear during this episode. And Whoa. that's...
1: Couldn't, couldn't
0: <laughs> that's not to say that they didn't do a great job at, you know, triggering a heartfelt reaction from the audience. I just, for romantic, even rom-com movies and romance movies in general, I, I don't have such a connection with them just because I don't find them as interesting. Rob hates love. <laughs> I hate love. <laughs> And I love to hate. <laughs> it works very well.
1: I was even crying at the happy parts. Because I was like, the love that they showed each other. I was just like, this is so pure and genuine. Like it's You're eating strawberries so and you're tearing yeah. up
0: on the couch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like the wonderful performance, both actors, they were amazing. Yeah,
0: it was... Yeah. It was all very <laughs> all very emotional. And I I actually cried less than yeah. I feel like I should have. Yeah. I'm a very <laughs> emotional person. It,
1: i think it's because I took the the spotlight with the yeah, cry. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, that's you, it. Yeah, cried, baby. <laughs> yeah. You cried so hard that I
1: I literally couldn't breathe. The background a little I'm bit. like <clears throat> I can't stop crying, I can't breathe.
0: It was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, Rob was on the couch. Are you guys crying over there? <laughs> 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 Fucking losers. I didn't say that. I might have he, he
1: insinuated that we were losers.
0: But, um... I ended up, you know... Loving the characters they developed throughout this episode so much. They, they could have made an entire movie or, like, an entire show just based on these two characters that they made. And... Not like you guys. I, I didn't cry, obviously, at the end when they both die, but I it, you know, I could see why somebody would have a huge emotional reaction to it.
1: Yeah.
0: Did you guys... Is there anything about the episode you guys didn't like?
1: I'm just wondering. Is this considered like a throwaway episode? Because it doesn't really... It's not really based on really what's happening in present time? Or... Or like I don't know. What
0: I really think, defines a
1: throwaway episode.
0: I don't think that it is because at the beginning of the episode we do get bits with Joel and Ellie, and at the end of the episode they've made progress on their journey. They've got a new way forward. So I think that it ties in with what's happening, you know, in real time, just enough for it to, you know, be something that you that is mandatory for you to watch. I uh really the only bad thing that I can even come up with about this episode is that, and it, it, I guess it depends on how you look at it if it's a bad thing or not. But they spent so much time in this episode focusing on Bill and Frank's story and development that it's like you you don't even really get to see that much of Joel and Ellie. I mean, they do have a little bit in the beginning and then another like ten fifteen minutes at the end. And to me, that's the only downside to it i wish that you know maybe they shortened up the whole series between bill and frank a little bit just so that there could be more of the main story involved but I do think the story that they had between Bell Frank was very good. I don't think it was bad. I just think that I
1: think the main it
0: it's welcome a little bit.
1: The main part of the episode was so that it would tug at your heartstrings.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So
1: they needed to give you that great, great backstory <laughs> on both of these guys, and let me tell you, it did not disappoint. Yeah, I would watch that episode again just so I could be in my <laughs> feels. You know. <laughs>
0: um, have you guys? Again, none of us have played the video game, The Last of Us. Uh, Have you guys read any about uh, the differences between this episode and what happens in the video game?
1: No.
0: Have you? Uh, I I have. I did after the episode last night. Um, So, Bill, I'm not sure, you know, what his fate is in the video game, but he's alive when Joel and Ellie come to see him. Joel, I mean, uh, Ellie and Bill interact with each other. Mm-hmm. And Frank is already dead, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's implied that uh, they were partners, but um, Craig Mazin and Neil Druckmann, I believe, is the uh, creator. They decided just to go all in on these characters mm-hmm. for the TV show, and it's it paid of, off. It, yeah. it paid off big time mm-hmm. for the TV show, but some you know fans of the game were not super pleased that they didn't get those interactions with Bill like we're in the video game.
1: I feel like no matter what you do, you can never please everybody. Just like the movie that we're gonna be seeing on Friday, we read the book. Like if yeah. you read the book first and then watch something, or you play the game first and then a TV series or a movie comes about mm-hmm. it, nothing's gonna be a hundred percent exact. Not everyone's gonna be a hundred percent happy. Yeah, just take what you can get. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, this is just my personal opinion, but I don't think that a video game adaptation has to be 100% faithful to the source material as long as the episodes that they do give you are still quality episodes. Like, mm-hmm. you don't want a lot of filler episodes or just random junk that just isn't good. But, I mean, this was, I don't think anybody... You'd be hard-pressed to find somebody that'd say this was a bad episode of television. I think they did a fantastic job with this, so...
1: Did you read anything about that, Did Were a lot of people saying that they didn't enjoy it?
0: I read a couple of, uh, not like articles or anything, but I saw a couple of tweets who felt that it manipulated people into feeling sad and that it, you know, took that gay relationship and just used it for tragedy. Mm, And people, some people weren't really happy with that. But overall it's been overwhelmingly positive. I've seen people saying this is one of the greatest episodes of TV ever. Uh, people who have seen the entire series already mm. have said this was their favorite episode of the series that remains to be seen for us, but I thought it mm-hmm. you know overall was a fantastic episode.
1: Can we get early release access
0: to Tune in to admit yeah. 3 so we can get uh, press screeners I think and the sponsors
1: Last of uh, should sponsor. <laughs> yes.
0: HBO, come through! <laughs> but um, that quote where you're saying how a lot of the people who've seen the whole series so far say this is the best episode, that kind of has me worried a little bit, because, like I said earlier, like a lot of the episode wasn't even focused on the main characters and the main story of the show, so I'm wondering if that means maybe do the later episodes kind of tail off, off yeah. and not... Aren't as good as the first couple because I think the first three episodes so far have been very good.
1: Yeah, I I, I enjoyed all of them so yeah, far.
0: I agree, it's been great so far, and uh who knows if it will fall off. But I, you know, I have faith that we're on the right path. There, there's there's only like eight or nine episodes in the season, so there's not.
1: We're almost halfway.
0: Yeah, so it's <laughs> it's crazy. It it's like the perfect amount of episodes where they can make you know a quality series without it dropping off hopefully how many seasons do you guys think this will hopefully it's not like the walking dead where you get what like 11 i know they've already been picked up for season two yeah
1: i would say at least three
0: there's only two games right and there's only two games so far i don't know if there's if there's going to be more but i know there are two games there's only so much you can i guess you could build you know more of the universe that isn't necessarily involved in the game but
1: i don't know i feel like if it's already picked up for a season two most likely it's going to get a season three just if like the ratings stay high
0: they're they're killing the ratings right now i I know i mentioned to you guys before that the first um the second episode rather had more viewers than the first episode Mm -hmm. and now again the third episode had 12 percent um more viewers than the second episode did so more and more people are tuning in live every single week
1: they chose a great one to, uh, to tune in, to tune in for.
0: for. Yeah, I wonder how many people were crying with you guys. You know, probably many. I mean, anybody with a heart, I guess. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Roberts is just frozen over. <laughs> it's
0: like the Grinch; it's three sizes too small. <laughs> yeah, mine's about thirteen sizes too large. <laughs> Same. All right, uh, should we do final scores? Yeah. yeah, two out of five. That Rob's about thirty. <laughs> <laughs> Laura, last night, I mean, spoiler alert. She said she gave this a five immediately, and I'm wondering if she's going to stick to her guns on this.
1: Um, I will have to say, I am still going to give it a five. <laughs> wow,
0: this is Laura's first ever five ever on anything um, she's ever rated. I don't know if she's ever used the number five when she counts, she goes <laughs> from four to six. <laughs>
1: Uh, No, something that can literally have me sobbing and, like, gripping my chest. Like, oh, my God, this is, like, the cutest, saddest love story ever. I mean, I can't give it less. Mm -hmm. The performances in the episode, great. The storyline, the whole episode, great. Mm -hmm. I don't really have any qualms about it. So, five out of five it is.
0: Wow, Kurt? Uh, you know, I, I thought about the 5 out of 5, but I, I eventually settled with 4.5 out of 5. I think it's the best episode of the series so far. Um,
1: Robert's like, Boo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh
0: I thought it could have, you know, been tightened up a little bit. Um... It almost could have just been Frankenbill the entire episode, and I would have been completely fine with that and saved the Ellie Angel stuff for another time. But uh, overall, I really enjoyed it. It does kind of... It's very sentimental, and right. a, I guess people have a point. It is a little manipulative in that way. Like, it's really, like, trying to, like, beat you over the head with <laughs> the sad stuff by the end. Isn't that what a good story is supposed to do, though, is yeah. invoke a we reaction? Get I, get yes are so.
1: attached to the show. Well,
0: I was attached, and I was <laughs> It's trying. hooked. It took me. <clears throat> um, but yeah, 4.5 out of 5. I thought it was great. I thought the performances were excellent. Nick Offerman... Uh, I've been thinking about his performance all day long. It's great stuff. Alright, you guys are both staring at me, so I guess, uh, guess it's time for my rating. <laughs> 1 out of 5! No, I'm kidding. Um, Piece of shit! I was uh, very close to giving it a 4.5 out of 5. and it's to be No, the only reason I didn't give it a 4.5 is, I already said the reason pretty much, is because I feel like too much of the episode was focused on Characters that probably aren't going to play a very huge role in the rest of the series, which is fine. Like I said, the, if these characters were in like a standalone show or movie, I think that would be amazing. That would be such an interesting and cool thing to watch. I and mean, they did a great job at developing these characters and the story between them. But I'm also not watching <laughs> The Last of Us for <laughs> Frank and Bill, so...
1: Um, I would.
0: And <laughs> <laughs> I totally understand. I, I get it. Um, so, yeah, I'd, I'd give it a four. Um, I'm looking forward to next couple episodes.
1: I One thing I am looking forward to is what Ellie plans on doing with that gun she found. Cause Probably shooting something. Joel was very insistent on her not carrying one and then she ended up finding one in a drawer in bill and frank's house and she hit it really quick and that that one scene when she went down to that like basement in that uh cumberland yeah. farms yeah, yeah. how place. she like whipped her knife out and just cut that what is it called
0: a zombie a clicker? Is, yeah is it so a clicker whatever or something it is. Like that? just like cut <laughs> you the head. just call it a zombie
1: <laughs> like, sure um mushroom man and then just stabs it in its head like stabs it in his eye and just yeah. walks away like nothing happened didn't even tell joel so like <laughs> is she all right is she okay <laughs> i guess we'll find out
0: i mean it's it's gotta be weird i mean what is she like 12 11 12 years old or something it's gotta be weird being that age and growing up around such chaos and like trying to make sense of the world i mean
1: yeah i still don't think i'd be going around stabbing things though
0: well, you already said you wouldn't even stay alive yeah, for this. Yeah, though. that's
1: true, true, I guess. But
0: you might meet beautiful. your Frank if you stay alive, so uh, think about that next time. i will meet
1: him and have him on a go. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> why, like don't you guys, why don't you guys let us know what you thought of episode three of The Last of Us. Uh, you could see, obviously, our general consensus is that it was a very good episode. Uh, And make sure you tune in on Monday next week for Knock at the Cabin, right? Yeah, Knock at the Cabin. M. Night's new film based off the novel uh, The Cabinet in the World by Paul Tremblay. Can't wait. Been looking forward to it.
1: They better not fuck it up. That's (laughs) all I have to say.
0: I'm the only one who hasn't read the book, so.
1: I think that's probably better.
0: I can't wait to see what we think versus what you think. Mm -hmm. It'll be interesting. Don't miss it. Thanks for listening, guys
1: check you later
0: hey guys be sure to follow us on social media we are at admit3pod on youtube, tiktok, twitter and instagram